One, two, three, four, five. Welcome back to the TMCJ podcast. We are on episode 34. I almost said 40 something. Yep. Yeah, I nearly skipped 10 episodes. <laughs> 34. Episode 1936. Yeah, we're back. It's not really an auspicious number. There's nothing clever I can say about it. So let's just dive into the fucking content such that it is. This is a quiz segment, by the way, so that will be happening at the end of this podcast. Mm. Um, but for now, topics. And I was just talking before this about how I had thought of something I really wanted to talk about and then didn't write it down and forgot it within a half hour. And I have not been able to remember what the hell it was. Um, so in lieu of whatever that undoubtedly brilliant thing was, I've... Uh, written down another one that just also occurred to me, uh, but for a very different reason. Um, I was out at lunch yesterday and I was reading a book, and it was a book that I'd reread multiple times. I just have it on my phone, something to do while I'm eating. And the the series, and I think I've, I may have talked about it a little bit on the podcast before, either during Long Story Short or maybe during one of our media segments, uh, the series is called The King Killer Chronicles. Right. And essentially, the first book is called The uh, the Name of the Wind, and the second one is called A Wise Man's Fear. Um, by the way, that title, um, when they actually do the name drop in the book, like, there's a, there's a, a phrase, and I really, really liked it. So before I even go into what I wanted to talk about, I, I want to say that the phrase is, um, there are three things all wise men fear. Uh, the sea in a storm... Uh, the road on a moonless night and the anger of a gentle man and I just like I, I just like that phrase it's really good anyway hmm. I bring it up because I love the first two books and the last book in the series the second book in the series came out in 2012 or 2013 and the third book in the series has been constantly getting delayed because the authors just first it was like oh i got writer's block and now it's like oh i've got the manuscript but i haven't quite finished it yet oh, i just want to tweak some things oh you know i just don't like the story anymore it's like we just published the goddamn thing so that that's <laughs> that's not the topic but the topic is <laughs> the idea of just these endless delays and hype like because now no matter how good the book is when it finally comes out it won't live up to nearly up to 10 it. years yeah. of hype and games have done this too i mean yeah absolutely. i only know really game hype i don't know many other franchises that were uh hyped beyond you know expectations well yeah um but yeah you do see it all the time especially like i think the one that really kicked it off was no man's sky obviously oh my god yeah um that was like massively hyped up. Everyone was like, "Oh my god, this is gonna be like a whole new kind of gaming." Yeah, and it was, but not for good reason. <laughs> it was a game where you fly around in a spaceship and turn various randomly generated exotic life into carbon, and that's I you it. You literally just say "turn," and you turn. <laughs> you just fly <laughs> and too. turn. That's basically all you do. And the game but won't like even it... let you crash your spaceship into a planet to end it all. Yeah, you're like a casual observer. Of this massive ecosystem and life and everything that you can't do anything yeah. to adapt. I've um, yeah. I've 
yeah, I've heard they've they've patched gameplay into it. Mm. Um, I I think they made a lot of updates yeah. to it, and I, I hear a lot of people are quite happy with it now. Um, yeah, I I spent a solid few months um, constantly sending refund requests to Steam. I think I probably mm. they they denied every single one of them because I'd played it for more than four hours or something like that, and. Um, but I just, I was so bitter about getting ripped off getting that game that I just constantly tried to refund it for like a month. Um, I, I still haven't played it since. Mm. Like, I know it's actually probably good now. It's still in my Steam library. Um, and I've heard that they've, you know, they patched in a lot of fun bits. There's base building elements. There's actually an objective to the game. But I'm still just so bitter about getting ripped off by them. Yeah, I bought it when it was a bit cheaper. I definitely didn't beat by it at the time. Um, and I think it was actually kind of a good thing in that it has opened a lot of people's eyes to how dubious uh, what's the word? Pre... Pre-rendered uh, teasers and stuff like that? No, 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 no. like um, games that aren't in full release yet. Oh, like uh, yeah, call. alpha or um, pre... Oh god, I know what you're talking about too. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, now I can't think of the word. Um... But the thing oh, is, that God, wasn't yeah. a um, that wasn't a game that was early access. Early access, yeah, it was released in early access. I'm sure it was. No, no, it wasn't. It was a full on like title published by Sony. It was an indie studio, but it had big money behind it. It, it believe me, it should have been early access, but it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I I guess you're right. It not seeing anything. Yeah. It was like it had the it was originally gonna be a PlayStation it was PlayStation and PC exclusive at first. Um and yeah, it like it had big money behind it. It mm. just was done by a fairly new and indie studio. And to their credit, they did you know they didn't just abandon the project. They they kept working on it and eventually made it worthwhile. But when it came out, it was a sixty dollar game that should have been priced at 20 bucks and been early access. Like, it was not... <laughs> it should not have been a full-priced, full-release title. No. Um, and a far more recent example, I would say, is kind of... And I know you like this game, and that's mm. absolutely fine. Um, Cyberpunk? Mm-hmm. Oh, I no. think a I... lot of people are expecting a lot more from that. You enjoyed it for what it was worth. Yeah. Um, but... I only did that because I very, very specifically tried to avoid all hype about the game. Yeah. And even, I think you can agree, it wasn't exactly groundbreaking. Oh, God, no. It was, it, there's a reason I called it, the, the videos I made about it, I called Cyber Skyrim, because that's what it felt like. It was big, open I world, and it Skyrim was... Skyrim was better? No, no, Skyrim was not better. No. <laughs> I 100% I, I, I disagree. They were both buggy and glitched out to hell and, you know, put a strain on your computer. But this game had a much better story. Um, like it I never ha had any problems with Skyrim glitch-wise. Oh god, Skyrim was glitchy as fuck. That, that's one of the reasons I named the Cyberpunk videos Cyber Skyrim, just because, like... Like, they're the glitches that you could make, like jumping over walls by stacking a bucket and a paintbrush on top of each other kind of thing. Yeah, but you would have people, like, walk through floors, you would have people float off into the, the air if, like, 
if an ogre like you know clipped through a wall the wrong way he'd go flying off into the distance there were all kinds of physics bugs in skyrim when it first came out um to be fair i think um cyberpunk was definitely worse like there were i was running that game at first on a 1080 ti and later on a 3090 but even the 3090 chugged when i tried to put it on the highest settings (laughs) So, yeah. like, that that tells you how poorly optimized the game was. There yeah. were some, you know, some fun glitches and stuff. Like, one of the ones that really annoyed me was it, it completely derailed the scene. Early on in the game, near the end of what's sort of the soft tutorial, um, mm-hmm. you're, you and a very, like, um, you and a character that are, like, you're, you're bros, essentially... And there's this very, very emotional scene where um, something bad has happened. Well, not gonna mince words. One of the one of the other like main characters is dying in your arms. Yeah. And he, <laughs> the game glitched out, and he had a gun stuck sticking out of the side of his head. <laughs> I just it was just, it was it was a really well act like the voice acting was spectacular in that game but <laughs> I just I couldn't take it seriously anymore because suddenly he he had augmented a gun barrel into his ear oh my god I'm going down yeah. a rabbit hole but you're right that was another game that was very very overhyped and suffered mm. for it um because it wasn't groundbreaking in a lot of ways. It, it wasn't it wasn't like the next generation of gaming. The gameplay was fairly generic. Um, it was an RPG shooter. The, the story was excellent, but it kind of got lost in the weeds near the end. Um, but the ending was pretty good. And there were a lot of really good like story-driven side quests. Um, hmm. But there were also a whole bunch of Ubisoft-tier shitty side quests. On, on the flip side... Yeah. Um... Okay, so I, I was watching uh, Viva La Dirt League. They're a, a channel on YouTube that does uh, very funny comedy skits about like games and things. Mm. Um, and I was watching one of their videos on Tarkov. Now, have you seen or played Tarkov? That sounds really familiar. No, I don't. I don't think you've played it. I don't think I've played yeah. it, but it sounds familiar. It's the game. It's like the the you're you're a Russian prisoner or something. Um, and it's you. You go into a battlefield, and if you're with teammates, it doesn't tell you if they're your teammates or not. Like you have to work out just from like, I'm by you know the red pillar, don't shoot me kind of thing. Got it. Um, and it's very very grungy graphics, very dark, very miserable, very Russian. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But you know what I mean, like, the Siberian wasteland... Well, I do, Siberia, I do. I suppose, but, um, and, yeah, you so you go into the game, and there's you, you can just get, like, one tapped in the head, as far as I'm aware. People, like, Shroud play it, and they're really good at it, because obviously they're just amazing at games. Um, but if you, like, die, you lose all of your equipment, and when you go into the game next, you do not have that equipment. I think you come in wounded if you die. So like it's it's like you have the same character for the whole game, right? That is very interesting. It's very interesting, and 
So what's the, what's the objective? Is it like a battle royale kind of thing, or is it? The, I think the objective is to. I think you can level up, or, or so, I haven't played it myself, so I. I the objective is don't die to communism. It's very um, unintuitive. Okay, so the uh, what's it called? The the backpack, the inventory. Mm -hmm. You don't just like pick stuff up and sling it in your backpack. You've got to like position it in your backpack so you can fit the maximum amount of like bullets and guns and armor and uh, all this kind of stuff. Inventory management. Uh, some some good old like PS2 era. Yeah. Like like some Resident Evil stuff where you're trying to fit the red plant in with as many green plants as you can for potions and stuff. <laughs> um and then I don't think there's any tutorial and there's just a lot of It's very brutal. The way that people totally describe it is that it's like, it's like the the people who made the game are like, here's our game, we're gonna punch you in the balls, <laughs> and you're gonna enjoy it. Well, I mean, that's that's the secret to Dark Souls success. But the thing is, I don't understand why people enjoy this game so much. Like, it, yeah, when I mean, you play CS:GO, people get flipped out ragey if they're losing a game but at the end of a game your rank goes down a little bit and that's it in this game you lose equipment you lose like currency and you're disadvantaged in your next game well i mean why, why do people like gambling like <laughs> i guess it's one of those things that it just it makes it all the more satisfying if you're winning if you're losing something when you lose I guess, but what happens if, like, as I said earlier, there's no way of telling your teammate apart from overcomes. What happens if you get shot by your teammate? Um, <laughs> How shitty would that feel if you lose all your equipment because your teammate shot you in the back by accident? I mean... It just seems like masochism. Maybe, but I don't understand why people like those simulator games we were talking about last week. But there's a huge well, audience for them. They're peaceful. They're chill. They're calming. I guess, but this just makes I just find rage. them boring. Well, yeah, yeah but I. So it's reading a book to a lot of people. Yeah, I, I don't know. My my point is like a lot of people don't understand why people play. Well, you use CS:GO as an example. Um, don't understand why you play that, but. <clears throat> There's there's a certain catharsis and satisfaction playing it, and I it's guess. not it's for... the adrenaline boost, I guess. But... Yeah, it's it, you know different strokes for different folks, as it were. Uh, I don't understand how it became so popular, like the Tarkov game, because it is very popular. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> without speculating on that too much more, to bring it back, there was another game that I thought of when you were talking about that that. Um, okay. But like another hype failure, and it was actually it predated No Man's Sky, um, and that's a uh, Duke Nukem Forever. <clears throat> right, I've never played any Duke Nukem game. Uh, neither did I. Um, Duke Nukem was, I did I, when it was out, I was like, I was very young, and I didn't really play FPS until Halo. Um, right. I, I I was always an RTS player. The the like my big computer game when I was a kid was Age of Empires two. Um, but no, uh, that game, like, the, you know, Dude Nukem, classic old 90s shooter, 
uh, they Dude Nukem Forever was supposed to be this brand new like 3D thing, and it got delayed and delayed and delayed, and it took 13 years for it to finally be released. Jesus. And by that, that point, doesn't sound like they moved on to other things. That doesn't sound like they worked on it the whole time. They didn't. No, and they it changed studios, it changed publishers. Eventually, the oh, same God. people who made the Borderlands series were the ones that finally finished it and published it. Right. Um, and when it finally came out, it was just a very generic first-person shooter. That's all it was. And I, I played it. I, I had it for the Xbox 360. <clears throat> played it the whole way through when it came out, and I'd never played any of the old Duke Nukems, so I played this one, and I was like, wow, that was just a very generic shooter. But it was one of those ones that it was never going to live up to the 13-year wait, even though they didn't really hype it up. Like, they just sort of put it out to finally release it. Um, yeah. It, it did sound like a bit of a mercy. <laughs> it was a mercy killing. Yeah. Uh, um, did they make any money off of it? Probably. I mean, a lot of people bought it just to see what the hell they finally released. Yeah, I mean, I can understand, like, uh, there's a point where the, the hype gets gives more value to a game than the actual game, because people are going to instinct buy it, and then you'll have your money, and then run. <laughs> yeah, I think there was a... Yeah, that's true. They're probably just... I mean, it doesn't look like it was terribly hard to make in the end, yeah. ironically. Um, it, like I said, it was just a very generic first-person shooter of its time. And I, I think it came out in, like, 2011 or 2012, maybe. Yeah. Um, it's, it's old now, but... I mean, I... I Again, I played played it the whole way through, and I was like, okay, that, yeah, that was certainly a game. Yeah. I but, think one of the things that set... Sorry, were you going to finish this? I, well, yeah, there was something else sorry. I was going <laughs> to... I had I'd just forgotten. Um, quoting again, uh, this. well, this is from a point that was made in the Zero Punctuation review of the game. Um, <clears throat> he makes a point that it's clear that they were chasing different eras of shooter... Um, and that's why it took so long, because every time something new came out, they kept, tried to do something different. So in the very beginning of the game, you get a very, um, I don't know, the classic Duke Nukem feel, but then you start to see where the influences from, like, Quake and Doom came in, because it gets dark and gritty in the middle of the game, and then near the end, it's, like, chasing Halo and stuff with, like, vehicle and mech combat, and it's... It's very clear that throughout the development, they kept trying to do whatever was cool and trendy at the time and never finished it. Right. Yeah. The, um... Fuck, what was I about to say? Haha. Now we've uh, both forgotten something. It was a good point as well. I'm sure it was. You waffle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think of other games that... Oh, Watch Dogs was another one that was just like... So so was Destiny, actually. Destiny was another one that was crazy big, hyped up and everything. And when it finally came out, it was just a like generic MMO looter shooter. Um, oh. Oh, what? Well, this isn't the thought that I was having before, but... the In my opinion, the king of them. And this oh. is one that I have personally been burned by. Okay. Watch Dogs. <laughs> While I was waffling. 
I actually said Watch Dogs before I said Destiny. So Did why you? why oh, were okay. you hold on? Well, let me know because I I played Watch Dogs again, but I got it like. I got I, I did what you did with No Man's Sky with Watch Dogs. I got it like a year or so after it actually came out. Oh yeah, out. yeah. I I got it like two years after it came out, and it was like less than ten pounds, mm. and I still got burnt. <laughs> really? I'm curious. Um, because all right, so as I'm sure you remember, when Watch Dogs was coming out, the big hype about it was. Amazing graphics, like oh, you can yeah. see individual raindrops and amazing lighting, and all this other cool was jazzy stuff, and you could control electronics with your mind, kind of thing. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, and I got the game really cheap, and I was like, oh hell yeah! I wonder why it's so cheap. Uh, put it on my PS3, geared up, ready to go, and the. Graphics were, like, worse than Minecraft. Uh, <laughs> like, genuinely. some There was a, a particular cutscene I always remember. I think they were on, like, a train station platform or something. Yeah. And the camera's panning past, like, stuff in the foreground while you can see the characters talking in the background. And you get the feeling that when the people put this into the game, they were like, We'll put a really high detail like post here, so you can see the individual like rub of the metal kind of thing. Yeah. As you scroll past, and I just <laughs> went past, and it was like fucking. Uh, I I can't even. It's like a someone smeared porridge and written twenty in it on the sign, <laughs> like with their finger. <laughs> like it looks so bad. And I... then I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I've I've bought the game. I'm mm -hmm. gonna keep playing it. Uh, the vehicle mechanics were so much worse than GTA V that had come out around the same time. Yeah. Uh, and they were trying to copy a lot of things from GTA. Oh, Some God, of the missions yeah. were abysmal, especially the side missions. And I got like halfway or maybe three quarters of the way through the game, and the game crashed, corrupted its own data. And so I could not continue. I had to start the entire fucking game again. So that's the point where I took the game out and said, I am never, ever playing this game again. <laughs> it sounds like what happened with me with No Man's Sky. Oh. There was... So I did beat that entire game. I, so I got it for the... I didn't get it for the, the last gen. I got it for the X-Bone. And yeah. I did end up playing through the entire thing. And I can barely remember anything that happened in that game. I remember there was right. this weird, edgy chick that was a hacker too, and there was, that a, was a fire kids party. And then I, yeah, I yes, and there was a basement where you could play poker, and then you could use your phone like a garage door remote. That right. was basically all I remember. <laughs> but it was it was just a very pedantic and just completely forgettable storyline. I don't even remember and half a the new characters. Game out. <laughs> yeah, they made another one. They made another one which is about edgy teenagers making meme jokes and in London. Yep. Oh god. Uh, but there was actually a, a controversy around that game. You mentioned the graphics. Um they so it came out for old gen and it was on that that cusp of like uh when it went from ps3 to 4 and xbox 360 to x-bone mm -hmm. 
they also released it for the PC, but on the PC, they specifically put a patch in to limit the quality of the textures in the game. So it had to look exactly the same as the next-gen consoles. Um, but somebody found out that you could go... The, the, the old texture packs were still in there. So if you went into the game files and switched like some setting, you would then suddenly have these new beautiful graphics. So they got caught like limiting the performance in the PC so people would, you know, not feel screwed out of their brand new next gen consoles. Right. Oh man. Yeah, that that game did get a lot of hype. It came out when? 2014? Maybe. Yeah, and they do it again. For, so the latest game is called Watch Dogs Legacy. No, Legion. Legion, yeah. Another generic word that you kind of stick on the front of a game sequel. Um, and Ubisoft has been paying YouTubers up the wazoo to display their game. Um, hey, like for a look week. at this piece of shit that Ubisoft told me to hype up. Yeah, for a week you just saw all over YouTube people being like, oh, we played this really cool new game. And I watched the Yogscast one of it. And yeah. there was like four people on there. Two or three. You know what? I, I like three of the four people. And I was like, okay, this could be quite fun. There's a lot of cool content creators I like on here. Mm. And they did, in my mind, what happens on GTA 5 when you're not doing a mission. And I'm not talking about, like, when there's randos trying to blow you up with missiles or anything. I'm talking about, like, kind of just wandering around in a virtual square. Yeah. Driving around occasionally, not ramping really off random anything. things. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you go into a pub, maybe, and there's, like, a mini darts game, which seem to be... <laughs> they love to pack these game, these massive games with little shitty games that don't really make any sense. Yeah, if you want to see a masterclass of a game that has little mini-games packed into it, a Yakuza. Yakuza yeah. ha is amazing at that. Um, yeah. But no, they just, like, most of the video was just them playing darts, and then <laughs> other people, like, so, someone, someone, you know, got the attention of the cops, and they were just fighting cops. Exactly the same as you get in GTA V. Exactly the same. It's just a fucking around simulator. It is. Literally, that's all it is. And I was like, I I get, I get, I absolutely get why they would make this video. Because they're also being paid a lot of money by Ubisoft. Yeah. Fine. But they are literally just showing how shit the game is. <laughs> like, if you want to play virtual darts, get a virtual dart game. There, there's actually a really good dart mini game in yakuza <laughs> like just you yeah know. yeah and there's there's a there's a whole side quest but there's like a betting mini game it's a good way to to make money and you, so yakuza zero the one that takes place in the 80s this uh like businessman challenged you to play darts in this one bar and i made a ton of money because he like keeps doing double or nothing and every time you do double or nothing you have to take like a shot of vodka and so by the end, like, the, the camera's swaying all over the place, but if you time it right, you can still get a bullseye. And I did, every time. So I ended up making, like, 100,000 yen off the drunken idiot. Sorry. Uh -huh. little, little side tangent there. I, I really like the Yakuza nice. games. <laughs> but they're packed with all these little mini-games. But they're all done very, very well. 
I've not played any of the Yakuza's. Yeah. They're worth a look if you ever see one on sale. Yakuza 0 is the only one I've is the one I've played the most on. Uh, Yakuza Kiwami is the remake of the old like PS2 era ones. So they right. upped the graphics, you remastered them, and then re-released them as Kiwami and Kiwami 2. Is there a... Is there, to, to put a positive spin on the end of this, um, is there any game that you're looking forward to coming out? Um... The DLC for Cyberpunk. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> let me think about that. Because oh, microtransactions. Oh yes, I can't wait. <laughs> well, so um, CD Projekt Red is very good about not doing that. Um, they they made The Witcher Three, which was an absolutely excellent game, which is one of the reasons that Cyberpunk got so hyped up. Um, no, mm. I, I don't. I don't really keep up with news about games like maybe this is why like hype usually doesn't get to me because i am just dense and i don't read anything about it yeah we don't generally follow gaming news conventions much do we yeah um, there is one game that i found out is coming out though which i am oh. kind of excited for which is a, a new we were here game oh that's something to get hyped about is coming out in 2021 that is something well that's going to be something that goes up on the youtube channel what the fuck Sorry, something... <laughs> Sorry. Steam Steam has, like, an autoplay thing going on, and I just, I was gonna tab over and glance at it to see, like, oh, what's coming out? Something, there's, there's probably something I'm looking forward to. And the moment I did, I get this loud fucking guitar shrill in the background. Ooh. Yeah, it's lucky that that isn't being recorded, but still. That's why, that's why I just randomly shouted, what the fuck? Um... But yeah, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to that. Yeah, uh, well, there we go. That's something I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Oh, there is something. Um, well, I was looking forward to this until I found out that it kind of got poisoned. But uh, the the Mass Effect uh, Legacy, they're they're releasing a remastered version of all three Mass Effect games. Oh, yeah. I thought that they'd already released that. Um, it isn't out yet, I don't think. It's... And by poison, do you mean the whole thing about the ass? Well, once they start talking about, like, censoring a game for political reasons, then I immediately think, okay, yep, it's just not worth getting. Right, okay. Because... I was say, that's like another whole podcast segment, which it probably is, to it, it could be another podcast segment. But, to long story short, the, um, there's a, con one of the, the, there's a character, oh god, I could talk about this for a while. I, <laughs> I could... <laughs> I mean, I don't think we have much of the media segment, so maybe you can talk yeah, about it. In if, yeah, if we if we have some extra time left over in the media segment, <laughs> maybe I'll I'll rhapsodize about the um, about the death buttocks. of Miranda's ass. <laughs> okay. Um, yes. <laughs> any any final thoughts before we close out no, segment one? Let's let's go to go. Okay. Okay. Uh, this is going to be the end of segment one of the TMCJ podcast. Thank you all for listening, and you'll hear us momentarily for segment two. Welcome back to the TMCJ Podcast. We are on segment two, our media segment, and we did movie night this week! We did, we remembered, kind yeah, of. Yeah, sort of. Well, this was a movie <laughs> that I... <laughs> we were having a conversation a while back um, about uh, David Tennant, specifically, like, in context mm. of Doctor Who. And um, it reminded me that there was actually a movie that he did 
that I quite liked um, that was not sci-fi or Doctor Who related. It was a romantic comedy, which was quite good. Charming. Hmm. He does quite a few romantic comedies. I've only ever seen... I think... I mean, jokey romantic comedies mostly, but... This is the only one I think I've seen him... I've only seen him in this and Doctor Who. Um... I'm struggling to think if I've seen him in anything else. But anyway. You, him, you know that, um... Girls yeah. boarding school film... Comedy. Trinians? They... St. Trinians. I think St. Trinians 2, he's the villain. Oh, okay. I um... think he'd play quite a good villain. Yeah. One thing he does very well, like, because he does, he has, like, an English accent in, like, everything I've seen him in, but he's Scottish, mm. and he has, yeah. like, a pronounced Scottish accent when you hear him in interviews and stuff. Yeah. He, I, um, he read, um, as an audio tape, he did, uh, How to Train Your Dragon. Oh, did he? Yeah, and, obviously, Vikings, pretty Scottish. Yeah. So he was kind of the perfect voice for that. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, th th so this movie, um, I mean, this movie took place in Scotland, so it's kind of interesting that he didn't just use his native accent. But mm. um, <clears throat> it's one of the reasons that scene where he gets punched in the face and the guy's like, stay away from our English man. <laughs> made, me, <laughs> made me chuckle a little bit. Um, but... Oh, just so we're not just talking around it. The plot of the movie. Um, Wait, what's the movie called first? Oh, did I not say? Uh, Decoy Bride. Yeah. So the movie opens up and you've got some sort of some American actress celebrity who's trying to get married and the paparazzi keep ruining it. And she's trying to get married to David Tennant, uh, who is a British novelist. Um, so they, they try to find somewhere super remote to get married instead. Uh, and where they end up is the Outer Hebrides in Scotland. So the little islands off the northern coast of Scotland. Mm. Um, and coincidentally, our female protagonist, uh, who is some... She was a native of the island, and then she went off to Edinburgh uh, in Scotland to write for some sort of a magazine or catalog or something like that. And anyway, she gets dumped by her fiancé and goes back home kind of in disgrace. Uh, and that's where the movie opens up. Yeah. They Well, I think it's more like she dumps him because he considers her, like, an item rather than a person. Did she? I always got the impression that she was the one that got dumped, but... Because he, he says something about, like, you're just a page in the book of me. Uh, no, so, he, was a, he was a musician, so it was like, um, you're, you're just one song, not a whole album, or something like that. Yeah, that was, that was the one. Um, and so I think he was wanting to, like, date multiple people at once, and that, so she was like, fuck this guy. Okay. I guess uh, they do I leave it... The case, anyway. I guess they do leave it kind of ambiguous, because I, I always interpreted it the other way around. That that was him dumping her by saying that. Yeah. I don't think... Okay, it was definitely him that said that, but I don't think it was her that... I don't think it was him dumping her. I think it was just him saying that she wasn't very important. 
deep philosophical debates in this movie right now. In deedles. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway, so through a like a contrived series of events, like the um, they they set the up like this old dilapidated castle. They renovate it and have it themed for the the dream wedding of this this woman and um, you know her her fiance. They start to try and have the wedding end through a contrived series of events. Uh, the press get tipped off, and there's now paparazzi swarming the island. And um, mm. so they decide, the agents for this, uh, this celebrity, they decide that the best way to go about it is to find, uh, sorry, excuse me, find a stand-in bride for the actress who has now disappeared and run away from all the paparazzi. Um, so they choose this woman who has just come back to the island and dress her up and make her look, you know, not, well, they, they basically just put a giant veil over her head so the guy can't tell who he's marrying. Um, and he figures it out once she tries to do an American accent, which was hilarious. Um... <laughs> And yeah, then they get locked in a room. So the the plot's fairly predictable. Um, after that point, like these two slowly fall for each other, the British novelist and the Scottish girl who came back home. And uh, near the end of the movie, they make it look like you know they're not going to be together, and he's going to go off and marry the celebrity. But Spoiler alert and massive twist at the end, he comes back and he's fallen for and emotionally matured and now they're going to fall in love and get married. Yep. I didn't really like the uh, the, the American lady. Yeah, I didn't really like her either, to be honest. Yeah. But, it, mm. She's generic actress. Completely insufferable. Yeah. She's <laughs> like anyone uh, from California. I'm sorry. Did love Dylan Moran, of course. Um, the the owner of the newspaper. Yeah. Sad that he wasn't in more scenes because the one line that he had was fucking hilarious. Oh yeah. So at one point the actress is disguised as like this old like you know uh, Scottish lady, and he recognizes her under the disguise, and she kicks him in the face, and he comes back and he's like, "I have just been kicked in the face by the most beautiful woman in the world, dressed up as my old boarding school matron." I will pay a hundred thousand pounds for that photograph. <laughs> it was just—it was so good. That was actually a really good Dylan Moran accent. Thank you. Um. Yeah, the uh, I, I I I don't normally like the the assistant for the American lady. Mm -hmm. I don't normally like him because he's normally very over the top flamboyant. Yeah, uh, but I think he got the right balance in this film. Yeah, very high-strung, like um, high-strung, and just that little touch of California. Um, yeah, uh, but no, it was um, it was a good film. It ended pretty good. I mean, I'm trying to think of what the the major ups and downs were, but it was just kind of a, a good. Mm -hmm solid film most of the way through really aside from the uh, music because i know the music annoyed you in this scene but one of my favorite scenes is when uh, they're they're locked in the castle and and that's fucking chip tune yeah bullshit although uh, I, I do like the the lines from the the italian paparazzi when he breaks into the room he's like 
behind the back of the most beautiful woman in the world, you drink champagne and cavort with prostitutes. Right, what do you like about that? I just thought it was a funny line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny. Um, yeah. Yeah. But that's kind of, that's all the thoughts I really have on the film. It wasn't a terribly deep movie, but that's part of the fun, is it's just like, it's just a very wholesome and entertaining romantic comedy. Yeah. And David Tennant's in it. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, does this mean I have time to talk about the ass controversy? Absolutely. Okay. So, uh, this was teased at the beginning, or at the end of the first segment, but I said that the game that I was really looking forward to coming up soon, or the only game I can think of that I'm kind of looking forward to, is the remastered Mass Effect trilogy. And they're releasing it all as one game. Now, there was a controversy around this uh, because there was a... There's one character who is extremely attractive in the second game, uh, except for her face. And... <laughs> wow. <laughs> that really says it all, doesn't it? <laughs> there, no, there's a... Um, she... Like, I don't know if they, they rendered it weird or something, because I... I think it was Jesse who showed me a, like a picture of the real life actress they modeled uh, her after, and the real life actress that they modeled the character off of is gorgeous, but I don't know they they screwed something up with like the head. I in my opinion, it's a bit uncanny valley esque. Yeah, it's a bit uncanny valley. That's that's the thing that really got. I, I don't mean it isn't an ugly character by any means, but they there's something uncanny about the the face animations for that character in particular. Um, mm. but doesn't matter. One of the, the the character in question, like her whole backstory is, you know, her father wanted to like secure his empire and pass it on to the perfect person. So through like backroom deals and genetic manipulation, he manages to create the perfect heir, and that's her. And so she's like, she's had her genes messed with. She doesn't actually even have a mother because. Her father essentially grew her in a test tube um, using his genetic material that's then been manipulated and perfected. And so she's got this really big chip on her shoulder that she's she's designed to be perfect. So she's always pushing herself to be perfect. Um, and the character is very sexualized in the game. Like she wears skin tight like um, like jumpsuits and stuff to accentuate her features. And that's I mean, it's not in there just to be eye candy for the players like there's a there's a point to it that's part of her character is that she knows that she's extremely attractive and she uses it to manipulate people so the controversy is that there's a couple like i guess camera angles that were a little bit too low so you could see her ass and they decided that they were gonna like modify the game so that the camera angle was higher okay fine you know if you want to could new artistic choice you feel like you don't want to have the camera angle you know that low whatever my problem is what that represents because if they're willing to like make a modification for something that petty what else are they going to change in the game that actually has substance so like yeah, are they going to modify doesn't... the story are they going to take elements out of it are they going to you know actually censor things like that's that's where I'm like, uh, now I'm hesitating because what else could have you changed that will, will actually ruin the experience? 
I'm assuming it's only like sexualized content that they've edited, right? That's the old, well, not even sexualized content because there are there are sex scenes in the game, um, but they're they're very like PG thirteen. Yeah, you know, it's just it's it's dark, and you know, there's a sheet. And you just you get clips of people yeah. rolling around in bed, but that's it's very, it's very tasteful. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're removing any of that or modifying any of that. The only thing that's really come out so far has been you know Asgate, <laughs> but um, you know, I, I don't know what they're going to be. The problem is what it represents. Like I said, it's. What else are they going to change if they're willing to do that? Hmm. Well, they're pandering to a very particular audience, and I and think that that particular audience audience is quite vocal. But now that something's been taken out of the game, I think a lot of the traditionalist audience, or the audience that just likes, you know, to see someone's butt. Like, is suddenly speaking up, and I think it's overwhelming the original voice. So the well, yeah. game developers might just say, you know, go back on their word, but... You'd hope so. Um, but you're right, they're, they're, they're pandering to a very, very tiny audience, and that audience is game journalists, which typically are not people that play video games. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like, you know, the old... You know, mother complains about a game that the mother is never going to play herself, but... Yeah. Well, when the original Mass Effect came out and it was revealed that there were these, again, very PG-13 and very tasteful uh, romantic scenes at the end of the game, um, mm. depending on... it, Like, it did the media circuit. The news stations were making it out like this was a sex simulator game. It's like... <laughs> Should have shown them house party. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but yes, I agree. It's very... I wouldn't say petty is the right word. It's just a very small problem that doesn't really need fixing. Yeah. Um, and I think it's taking away a lot of the attention from the main uh, feature of the game, being that it's going to be a very nostalgic look back at such an amazing franchise. Yeah. And instead it's focused the entire um, viewpoint on just something that doesn't matter. Well, that, that's the thing, like, there there's a lot of stuff that they're doing that, like, the game is going to, first of all, contain all three games, all the DLC, that's amazing getting it all in one package. Mm. Two, it's going to be, like, 4K and Ultra HD capable, which is amazing, because um, the original game, you had to use mods and stuff to make it look that good. There's going to be, like, they're, they're doing a lot to add to the game, and... Yeah, you're right. It's taking the attention away from the good bits and just focusing it on this this one thing that maybe they thought was a artistic choice, or maybe they it was just something that they decided. Oh, you know what? This this camera angle is kind of shit. Hmm. But now because of the way it's being portrayed, it's kind of tainted the entire rest <laughs> of the game. You, you realize what's going to be in the thumbnail now, right? A butt. <laughs> it's just the whole left side of the thumbnail is going to be peeking around someone's ass. I mean, look up, yeah, you can probably get the exact camera angle or the exact person. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, fuck, I could do a twofer because the last segment is uh, going to have your face on it. So I just get you to take a picture of your ass and I'll put that on the thumbnail. I will, no. <laughs> <laughs> just, just get a picture of me staring at the ass. 
Oh my god. Uh, but no, yeah. the, um, speaking of remakes, I think there's one game I'd really want to be oh, sorry. Uh, updated and remade. Sorry, just w- one last thing before we move on. One of the greatest features of this bundle is that it doesn't include Mass Effect Andromeda. Alright, go on. <laughs> okay. Um, one of the things, one game that I really want to be um, like updated the graphics for, because like, it's an amazing game in itself, nothing needs to change about it, I would just like to see it becoming big again. Mm. Um, especially so that I could do the online play for it again, because at the moment the server's just empty everywhere. Yeah. Is Battlefield Bad Company 2. Mm. I don't know how much you played of that game, I but didn't. the story was phenomenal, in my opinion, and the online play was just so much fun. I wasted so many hours of my life on that game. Yeah, Battlefield <laughs> was not a... a few more. Yeah, I, I never really played much of the Battlefield franchise. I had friends in high school that really liked them, but... Yeah. I, I started on Battlefield Bad Company 2, and then I loved it so much that I bought Battlefield 3, mm. and it was a massive disappointment. I mean, yes, there were some good points to it, but the story was exactly the same as Battlefield <laughs> No, it was um, Call of Duty Black Ops. Like, the story was the same. <laughs> and, um, like, e- I think even the way you kill the final guy at the end was like, you bash his head in with a brick, and I think both games did the exact same thing. Anyway. <laughs> they were, I mean, those two games were, like, Battlefield and Call of Duty were kind of rivals for the longest time. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> it's funny that they're copying each other's homework. It was kind of dumb. Um, and... Also, like, the Battlefield 3 was just so broken. Like, the the glitchiness. Like, the, when, when you played co-op missions, which were a lot of fun when you got them to work. Um, first of all, <laughs> if you've never flown a helicopter in that game, you're going to crash. You're going to crash many times before you learn how to fly helicopters. Mm-hmm. And so, if you go into a lobby with a random, and they've never flown a helicopter before, you're basically fucked. Um, so they could make those controls a bit easier and also just like there was like a a pretty high chance every time you played a co-op mission that at some point during the mission it would either kick you out or you would not be able to progress through the mission Um, and this is a regular occurrence and they never as far as I'm aware patched out there's Um, I mean oh god it's it's amazing what you will put up with sometimes for games though. Like yeah. It's if the, if under all that once you actually finally got into the game it was excellent then maybe you put up with all the bullshit. But yeah, and I, I did. And I did the same thing when GTA 5's heists came out. Oh and god. Believe me. On the PS3, they did not work. It would be like <laughs> a 1 in 10 chance of you actually getting into a game. But and once... if you had a sucky team, then that one in ten chance is down the drain. <laughs> yeah. I mean, God, I don't think I ever GTA Online. I had it for the I had GTA Five for the 360 and for the Xbox. Um, yeah. I got it for the Xbox years and years later when it was like ten bucks or something like that. But yeah, God, the online it was so buggy and glitched out. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, the the walking around in the daily, like, the general hub world 
mm. wasn't so bad, and equally going on like just regular missions again was pretty fine. But for some reason, when they released the heists, they were just not working. They just didn't work. Um, it's very frustrating. But what was I talking about before that? I had no idea. Sorry, I, I just went off on a rage. <laughs> you were talking about Battlefield Bad Company 2 and how much you enjoyed right, that yeah. game. And, um, and also, sorry. Well, it just it made me think, because um, you said the only thing that it didn't even need to be remastered, just you wish there were more people online to play it. Um, that's how I feel about Halo 2, uh, specifically Master Chief Collection. It feels like yeah. there's, there's no one on. And, like, hey, I would love to just play, I could play Halo 2 for just hours on end in the multiplayer and not get bored. I fucking loved that multiplayer game. Mm. Um, but, yeah, there's, like, no one there. Most people are, it, like, the people who are online are mostly playing Halo 3, um, which I, more people probably re like, remember, because that one was for the Xbox 360, and that's when, like, Xbox Live really started to take off. Yeah. I was gonna, just going to say... The last thing for Battlefield 3. Mm. Uh, if you have epilepsy, do not play that game. <laughs> um, the number of times in the main campaign where you're in pitch black rooms, pitch black, and then a flashlight comes on in your face, very, very bright. Honestly, I, I played this... Uh, a long time ago when I was a kid and I would be up in like my room with the lights off and just the screen on oh god so yeah. it was already quite bright when that first happened to me I literally had to like shield my eyes and look away from the screen because it was like oh it was so hard to see and you're trying to find enemies among this blindingly bright torch so you're like squinting at the screen it's not good for your eyes I can tell you that much dear god um, and I think they even have, like, flashing lights at some point. It's abysmal. Yeah. Anyway, that's me griping. You do get that, though, with some games. With I feel like there's poorly... So I, I was playing um, Greedfall yesterday. Still trying to finish mm. up that Let's Play. Still not finished it. Nope. Still haven't finished it. <laughs> God, yeah. Like, I, I think it's because I, I insisted on doing all the side quests. But anyway... Um, there was an area, I think I was going into a cave or something, or coming out of a cave, and the, like, the lighting was so poor. I could not see anything when I was walking around mm. this dark area. And I thought, oh, is this, like, the brightness wrong on my monitor or something? No. Once I walked out into, like, the outside, suddenly everything was perfectly clear. And it was actually too bright. The game might have some issues with contrast and lighting in general. Yeah, I mean, that's why in any new game, the first thing you do is go to options and turn off A, motion blur, because who the fuck wants motion yeah. blur? Why? And why? B, yeah. bloom. Yeah. Bloom is fucking horrible. So bloom is when you, like, walk out of a dark area and the lights... Like, in, in real life, if you walk out of a dark area into the light area, your eyes haven't adjusted yet, so everything is very bright for a second, and then it goes back to being normal. Actually, I'm going to take this moment to complain in general about these fucking, like, camera effects that people have in video games now. Yeah. Who in their right mind uses A, motion blur, B, film grain, C, lens flare, and D, bloom? 
all of those things are turned on by default in a lot of games that I've played recently, like the the kind of higher graphics ones. Why? Yeah. Oh, they just the make the game grain? look shittier. I mean, film grain. In what game? Uh, well, the most recent one I played with all this stuff was Cyberpunk. Did they have film grain? Oh yeah, that's a setting. I thought it was like that. That's for like old-fashioned looking games where they want to make it look old-fashioned. I get that. Yeah, you can. Oh wait, do you mean like the the distortion you get, like, like the, like your computer's fucking up because there's too much information on the screen, but they've put it in as effect. Is that what you mean? No. Okay. But I think that might also be another option. They also have yeah. the one where it, it like makes it like it, it simulates a lens by having like the edges of the screen like get a little bit blurrier and the middle's focused and stuff. There, there's a whole yeah. bunch of these visual effects that you can turn on and off and honestly all they do is make the game run more poorly and look worse so I've actually got to think about that I was playing Valorant the other day right and I was playing Reyna yeah. and when I ult she gets like the whole world becomes a lot darker and all the enemies are highlighted in red mm -hmm. so <laughs> I activated that and I was playing a game mode where you can pick up orbs on the map to help your team or hinder the enemy team and the enemy team picked up an orb which gave the whole of my team, Paranoia. Now, Paranoia means that you can only see about the the middle, about half the screen. So you can only see the, the central area of it, right? Yeah. And everything becomes very black and white, white and dark. Now, I already had a dark world because I was on Empress. Because um, I'd altered. Yeah. So my screen just went black, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so I alt literally meant I couldn't see anything. <laughs> and I had to sit in a corner waiting for it to disappear. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, I don't know. Too, they, they clearly went too far with some yeah, it sounds uh, a, video effects. A, a bit poorly optimized. Yeah. Oh, man. All right, well, we're... We're actually not at time yet, but I don't think I... Re oh, I did have something else to talk about. Okay. Just a, a kind of an update from last week, because I talked about this at the end of uh, Segment 2 it's last week. It's not fucking Vikings, is it? No, it's not Vikings. I didn't talk about Vikings <laughs> last week. Um, <laughs> I'm actually at kind of a, a dull point in the series, so I haven't picked it back up um, in a while. Uh. But no, that, that visual novel, uh, Muff Love Alternative. Oh, yes. I just got to a particularly, like... So I'm probably about 40 or 50 hours in at this point, um, which is Jesus. barely a third of the way through the game. It's it's really long. Um, but there... I, I forget about this. Like, there's this point in the game where essentially something bad happens. And then right when the game is starting to give you a little bit of hope, like it's going to get better, then bam, something even worse happens. And then just when you think you're going to be okay one more time, bam, something even worse than that happens. And yeah. it, like, it just, everything your character does just makes it worse and worse and worse. Uh, this like, is like soap operas. Yeah, it just, so, I, I don't expect people to really play the game, but you get into your first real combat with the aliens, who are kind of the uh, the major antagonists in the story. And they essentially, like, kick your ass, they kill a few people, they, like, you'd been um, training with, 
and your character basically panics and like pisses themselves and you know gets gets de- destroyed because they they have like a weird like PTSD kind of moment. Um, then they're just kind of dejected and like just sitting next to their their wrecked like mech, um, you know, wallowing in self pity. Your the person who trained you then comes over and she's trying to console you and make you feel better. And just when your character is like, okay, maybe, you know, I, okay, I, I'm just, you know, whatever. I'm just being feeling bad for myself. He turns around to say something to her, and her head is literally getting bitten off by one of these aliens that was missed. Um, at which point your character, like, loses his shit, and you wake up, and you're in an interrogation room, and they've drugged you up so that you can give testimony as to what happened out there. Um, Jesus. At which point your character, like, um, essentially has, like, another PTSD moment and just violently goes after one of your, you know, your squad mates. At which point that, like, traumatizes him even further and he ends up running away. Because I, I mentioned last week it's kind of a dual world kind of thing. He, um convinces this one person that he knows that he just he needs to go back to his own world um and she's like all right you're no use to me anymore anyway and so she she you know sends him back at this point in the series Mm -hmm. he's he's able to go back and forth but all all of that trauma um the the machine they use to send him back essentially takes a piece of the world he's in currently and puts it back in his old world all of that trauma follows him back and the character who got her head bitten off gets murdered in the in his world now in a very brutal fashion and so just every single thing that happens it's just like gut punch gut gut punch gut punch gut punch yeah like they 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 tug on the heartstrings and then punch you in the balls like it's so depressing and i love it (laughs) it does get better from like but this is the absolute like low point of the story this is essentially like the point in this guy's character arc where he goes in gung ho, like I'm gonna save the world, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna make everything right, and I'm gonna, but he hits a point where he realizes, you know, kind of his own limitations, and he fails, and he fails hard, and that's how that series of events, and from that point on in the story, he finds a way, like the next the next bit is like a recovery arc. It's him, you know, building back up his confidence. And actually, you know, learning from those failures and starting to succeed. So, that's where I am in the story right now. As of <laughs> as of last night, I had gotten to essentially the end of the tragedy arc. It's it's starting to get more positive, but I am at the absolute low in the story right now in terms of like depressing shit. Lovely. <laughs> So on that positive note... I was going to say, add on that bombshell. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I uh, think... Um, it, it, I don't really have anything else to say. Um, no, I, I'm good and ready to move on and get to the, the nitty-gritty meat of today's... Oh, that's right. Podcast. It's quiz time. It's quiz time, baby. Okay. Alright, this is going to be the end of segment two of the TMCJ podcast. Thank you all for listening, and you'll hear us again momentarily for segment don't three. Go. Anyway. Welcome back to the TMCJ Podcast. We are on segment three, and I'm here again 
Because it's our quiz segment, and Blue made me find another silly hat. Which he says I'm wearing like a condom. I don't know about you, but I don't typically put condoms on my head. Well, at least not this one. Uh, yes, it is indeed that time of the month again. It's time for a quiz, and today's victim is Kaiser. Ooh, so, I'm dressed like fucking Jacques Cousteau over here. How do you think your chances are going to be today? I have, there's, uh, the, the theme of it is kind of just random things that came into my head that I thought were fun questions. Yeah, that is what has me more worried than anything. Um, yeah? Just the fact that it could be anything. There were a few the questions. Wild card. I was listening while he was making this quiz, and there were a few questions where he's like, well, I didn't know this, but maybe he will. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, the one in particular that I was talking about that, I didn't actually include that one because I was like, eh, it's not relevant enough. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yes, okay, so are you ready? I am. I just oh, I, uh, I just procured my rice juice. Nice. I'm drinking coffee <laughs> today. Nice. <laughs> um, but yes. Uh, okay, so. Everyone at home, I hope you're ready. Here we go. Wait, hang on, what's the average number of questions you get? I'm sorry, that thing in the background looks so funny. Wait, you're talking about the little, um... Yeah, the yeah it looks fire. like a tit p p pushing out. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Anyway, um... Question one, starting your vlog. Alright. Name these three characters' real names. Oh, I forgot, this is not actually a normal... Hang on. So this is a... I've broken this down to three questions, so you can get 20 seconds for each. Okay. Um, first, first character. You need to name this character's real name, okay? The fire character from Valorant, also known as Jazzy Jeff. Phoenix. Bam! First one right. Okay, right. But that's not a full question. No, no, no. no. The I second. Just... <laughs> Sorry. Should we get some background on that? There's a character <laughs> in this game who he's got like a popped collar and he uses fire powers and everything and. Um... His real name is Phoenix. Is the character's name? I've I didn't I couldn't remember his name for the longest time, so I just started calling him Jazzy Jeff. Yeah. Okay, second character. The annoying troll frog from Hots. Murky. <laughs> because you no. Uh... Eight seconds. I need a final answer. Murky. Pause and look. Correct answer. It's murky. Bam! I got it right! I thought you were going to say Brightwing, because you confuse those two all the I time. I but I couldn't remember Brightwing's name. Alright, and the final third part of this question. This is for the full point if you get this one correct, otherwise it's a half point. The prepubescent bold kid from Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, clash or Crash? I I'm going to say Clash. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Three for three! He's done it! That's another, it's just another inside reference. There's this, um, there's this, uh, female police officer, um, like, London police officer character from Rainbow Six Siege, and I always make the joke that she looks like a prepubescent teenage boy. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm honestly surprised you got that last one right. I left it to the last because I thought it was the hardest. Um, I, well, I wasn't sure. I, I said Clash, but I was like, Crash? I knew it started with a C, and I'm like... Crash is a bandicoot. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
<laughs> is a bandicoot an animal? Holy shit. Yeah, well, is it? I don't know. Is this another novel situation? It might be. Are bandicoots real? Okay, well, I'll look it up later because I've got too many screens open right now. Okay, moving on to question two. Now I'm ready. Okay, so, we all know that a spoon and a fork combined is a spork, but what if we also combined a knife? A cork? Wait, no. I will give you three potential guesses okay. for this. A Swiss Army knife, no. Um... So it is a spoon, a fork, and a knife all in one. A spife. Is that your first guess? Yeah. No, it is not a spife. A... Although I will say you got the first two letters correct. Oh. Oh, I almost just said something really bad. Um, a s <laughs> Borv. Nope, and time is up. Fuck. I, I have no idea. I was trying to all different letter combinations in my head and they all sounded bad. Okay, so a spoon, fork, and a knife is a splayed. A splayed? Yes. S-P-L-A-Y-D. Where, where does fork even work into that word? Do they just give up so on So I believe they went with splay, as in like, to go in multiple directions. Okay. Yep. As uh, as I think, it's a weird thing. I just thought it was a fun little fact, um, and it's a tough question. But if you got it right, I would have been really impressed. <laughs> yeah, I was honestly stumped, and okay, I right. I realized one combination of letters that I used in my head was actually a racial slur, so I didn't. <laughs> oh <say> no. <laughs> okay. Uh, right, one for two so far. Hmm. Question three. From what song does this line come from? The devil jumped upon a hickory stump and said, Boy, let me tell you what. Devil went down to Georgia. Bam! That one's easy. Devil went down Good to job. Georgia. He was looking for a soul to steal. He was in a bind because he was way behind and he was looking to make a deal. Alright. Two out of three so far. Good job. Okay, now we have a, a list question, as I would call it. Okay. You have one minute to name eight breeds of doggo. Go. Uh, Shih Tzu, Lapsa Opsa, Golden Retriever, uh, Labrador, German Shepherd, it's five so far, I think, Chihuahua, yep. um, six, oh, fuck, how did I, Poodle, and yep. Highland Terrier. Okay, yeah, I don't think you said that before, that's eight. What the fuck's a Lopsa-Dopsa? A Lopsa-Opsa. It's, it's a very similar breed to a Shih Tzu. It's this tiny little dog with, like, smooth hair. Look, I mean, look them up. They're, they're, they're very similar to Shih Tzus. I'll look it up afterwards, because, again, I've got too many screens open. <laughs> but good, that was a uh, question four. So you got three out of four so far. Okay. Maybe I've made this quiz too easy. Who knows? Maybe. Well, you were starting to talk weird at the end of making it, so who knows? <laughs> that is true. Okay, right, question number five. Without looking at Discord, how many people make up the hive right now to the nearest five? Forty. Is that your final answer? Yeah. 
number of people currently in the hive, offline or online, is 59. Oh, damn. I was lowballing it. Yeah. I was going to say... I was going to be wrong either way. People. My first guess was going to be 70. <laughs> By the way, yeah. for... You know, listeners, the Hive being the Discord server that we all reside in. Yes, play, sorry, that's not one that everyone else can really get, yeah. so I apologize. Play the video games. Um, yeah, we got like 59 people, and yet only six or so of them come online. <laughs> we got some regulars. Yeah. Uh, Alright, question number five? Six. Six. Okay. Oh, wait, I got that one wrong. Go on. Name three pets from Disney movies. Pets? Yes. Oh, fuck. What were the 101 Dalmatians named? Um... <laughs> I'll let you have one of those names if you guess them, not <laughs> list off all 100. I'm going to go with the easy one. I, I know one of their names was Spot. Okay. Um, shit. What, what other Disney movies have pets in them? 30 seconds. Shit. Uh, I'm going to say Lumiere from Beauty and the Beast. He's basically a pet. No. Um, <laughs> okay, fuck. Uh, <laughs> what about Sebastian? Does he count as a pet? Well, the butler from Black Butler. <laughs> no, no, Sebastian from uh, uh, Little Mermaid. Yeah, Mr. Uh, Under the Sea. Uh, yeah, sure, yeah, I'll let you have him. Eight seconds. Shit, I can't think of any others. I'm... I wanted to say the dwarfs from Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. So, things you could have had. Pluto. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, like, uh, the chameleon from, um, the, the Rapunzel one. I don't know his... Yeah, I can't remember his name either. Uh, I was, I was, I asked Alicia this before, and she came up with, like, six, so I was like, maybe Kaiser will know three. Um, Once lady I said from Lady Luke, and the Tramp. Lady and the oh my Lady and the Tramp that would have been yeah yeah. Once I said uh, Lumiere, I couldn't stop thinking of sarcastic answers. <laughs> yes, there, there are two pets in that movie because um, the the dog that's that's like a little um, footrest. Yeah, but does it have a name? I think it did. Okay. Um, okay, next question. Oh. We are on to number seven now. What are the blue people called in the life of Equestrian Bronte? Arcanians. Currently being uploaded on the channel. What? Arcnians. Bam! Yeah, that's the, um, that's the, uh, kind of visual novel RPG that Blue and I have been playing through at the moment. Yep. Um... It's very good. We recommend you checking it out, I think. Yeah, I think there are two parts up right now. There might be another one coming up this week. I just got to render it. I've already yep. got it edited. Uh, cool. Moving on to uh, question eight. You go on pretty, pretty darn quick. Uh, what is the stag? Name of the stag which stands upon Valhalla in Norse mythology. He is also the first boss that you face in Valheim. I didn't play the fucking game. Yeah, <laughs> this is partially me being like, ha, ah, fuck you, you should have played the game. <laughs> so I wanted to say uh, Yggdrasil, but that's the name of the tree. Um, that's the tree, yeah. 
Then I wanted to say Stantler, but I think that's a Pokemon. That's a Pokemon, yeah. <laughs> um, shit. I, I put someone in because you also do know a fair bit about mythology. So I, I like, do, I do, and I know the names of a lot of things in North. I, I read a whole book on North myth North Norse mythology. Jesus, I can't talk. <laughs> um, Ten seconds. Udrik Einhelm. <laughs> the I, German I stag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just don't know. Okay. The uh, the what was the name of the stag which stands upon Valhalla in Norse mythology? Eikthanir. Oh well, yeah, I would have never known that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know, well, I, like, I know a lot. Like, I know Yggdrasil. You know, I know a lot of the lore behind, like, Odin and the the wolf is Fenrir. Like, I know hmm. a lot, but I did not know that. You knew the wolf, but you didn't know the stag. Because <laughs> the wolf's cooler. Wow. Debatable. Uh, right. Question number nine. How many films and TV shows has the most beautiful actor in the world, David Tennant, been in to the nearest five, according to Google? Oh, fuck me. Um... <sighs> to get to the nearest five, so... 38. 38? Is that your final answer? Yeah. It's gonna, gonna be more. It's gonna be more than that. Forty-two. I got it. You got it. Yeah. Just. <laughs> I was yeah. I was four away. Oh, Ironically, God. on Google it says, and I quote, "at least 42. So but I. Had, that's the only number they gave me. So. Wait, hold on. Isn't isn't forty-two the whole like answer to the universe or whatever that old? Uh, I think that's. Is it forty-three? It was forty something. The answer to the life, yeah, the universe, and everything. Yeah. From Hitchhiker's Guide. That's, yeah, that's what it was from. Oh my god. Uh, okay, bam. Flying through him. Question 10. A, uh... Well, um, a, a, a English-American challenge this time. Which is taller, the Statue of Liberty or Big Ben? Bonus points, if you can tell me how tall they are. Are we counting the pedestal that the Statue of Liberty I don't is? know. I typed into Google how big is each of them, and they gave me these answers. I, ironically, I've never... Like, I've been next to Big Ben. Like, I've actually walked... I've Like, I saw it when I was in London. Um, yeah. I've only ever seen the Statue of Liberty from the air. So right. I'm trying... I can't even picture this right. I'm going to say the Statue of Liberty, though. Is bigger, are you saying? Yeah. I, okay. I, Do you have rust estimates as to how big each of them are? Not really. I think the Statue of Liberty is like maybe like 40 meters tall or something like that. And Big Ben, I think, is maybe 30 or so. Okay, I'm stopping the clock. Okay, so Statue of Liberty mm. is 93 meters tall. Jesus Christ, that was lowballing that. Mm. Big Ben mm. is 96 meters tall. Fuck. I was lowballing both of them. Yep, and Big Ben is bigger than Satchel Livesey. <laughs> I've only ever seen it. It looks tiny from the air. <laughs> 
See, when I was typing that question, I was like, no, surely a statue of Liberty's way bigger than Big Ben. But it isn't. <laughs> I wonder, I, I do wonder if they were including the pedestal that it's on, because the pedestal adds uh, quite a bit of height. Right. Quite possibly. Yeah, it's I'm gonna got, like, choose... gift shop and stuff under there. I'm going to choose to blame the French for getting that one mm. wrong, because they gave us the statue of Liberty. Because they gave it to you, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. How, uh, whoops. Sorry. Question 11. How much did the Nintendo 64 cost when it first came out? $120. So, final answer? Yeah. Do I get any kind of leeway, or just... I'll say uh, plus or minus $20. Okay. I said 120 Okay. Originally intended to be priced at US $250. Jesus. The console was ultimately launched at US $199.99. God. <laughs> to make it competitive with Sony and Sega offerings, as both the Saturn and PlayStation had been lowered to $199. Uh, yeah, that like summer. 80 bucks. That was the very first video game console that I ever, like, well, I didn't, I didn't buy it. I got it, it was, that, that was my, like, I think that was, like, my one Christmas present that year. Um, yeah. It was oh, that I, and, like, I didn't think it'd games. be that expensive when I typed in the question. Yeah, well, I mean, now think how, they, like, the fucking X-Bone over there was, when it launched, it was, like, 400 bucks. Yeah. It's crazy. Mad. But yeah, no, I, I still remember. That was a good Christmas. I got I got an N64 and Diddy Kong Racing, I think was the game. And Super Smash Brothers. Mm. Those were my right. like first games for it. Oh, and Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Right now your parents are listening and going, why did we buy that? <laughs> so <I> was... <laughs> my mom actually played uh, Super Smash Brothers. Oh, yeah. How and I think both say? of them played Diddy Kong Racing with me. Oh man. Okay. Right. Question 12. I hope you're ready for some extrapolating thinking with oh, I'm ready. outside the box connections. I might wear this beanie in more videos. I, I, I kind of like how I look in this thing. Yeah. Just like a little, little bit of, um, <laughs> little bit of narcissism there. Just, just going to slide that in. <laughs> okay. Question, uh, question 12. Hmm. Blue has the color... Oh, fuck, hang on. Let me pause that and start again, because I completely fucked that up. Alright, let's start again. Can you the answer? I... No. If blue has the value of 8, red has the value of 22, and yellow has the value of 4, and green has the value of 6, because of its relation to blue and yellow, what would the value of, co of the color purple be? What 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 number was blue again? Blue is uh, <laughs> blue is value of eight. Fifteen. Is that your final answer? You got twenty seconds. Yeah, fifteen. Okay, something clock. So, are you getting through it for the people at home? Yeah. So, so well. Can I, can oh, I, yeah, you I'll, I'll say my logic it. and then you tell me what I should have said. So red was 22 and blue was 8. If um, And then green was 6 because yellow and blue were 4 and 8 respectively. So um, when you combine, it was just an average. So you average those two, you get f uh, 6. 
So I figured it was going to be an average for purple as well. So red was 22 and blue was 8. So it was 8 plus 22 is 30 divided by 2 is 15. That's what I did. It's the perfect answer. Well done. Holy shit. I can still a lot do of information. Math. And colors. Because <laughs> I was like, you're going to have to think about the color wheel. Like what, where purple is on the color wheel. As well as mm. the maths of it. So holy shit. Good job. Thank you. There's, there's a, uh, there was a running joke um, at my college. So I, I went, yeah, I went to an engineering college, um, and so I had to take like a lot of calculus and um, you know differential equations, like advanced math essentially. And there was a running joke that once you learned advanced math, you forgot how to do basic math because like I had to remind myself how to do division in one class because like I'm solving this this fucking <laughs> fucking differential equation. And I get to the end and I have to like divide something. And I just was like, I've forgotten yeah. how to do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. Uh, yeah. Holy shit. Good job. Uh, question 13. I'm ready. This is one that, Alicia, if you're listening in, I expect you to get this right. Uh, question 13. Number name six lessons from the Chow classroom in Sonic Adventure Two. Oh fuck me! I never did this. I just gave my Chow like animals and energy pellets, <laughs> and then brought him into sumo races. I didn't actually teach him anything. Sumo races. <laughs> <laughs> my my Chow were working class. They didn't go to school. Um, shit. Uh, fuck. I'm gonna assume that one of them was like. Did I, can I have a hint? Are they are, are they named after the, the attributes? They, there's a lot of musically related classes. Jazz. <laughs> nope. Fuck. Uh, cello. Nope. Flute. Is one. Oh, it is? Okay. You've got nine seconds. Um, gymnastics. Nope. Fuck. Two seconds. Harmonica. <laughs> Damn it. I only got uh, one. Okay. Answers you could have given. Bell. Castanets. Symbols. Drawing. Drum. Oh, drawing. Exercise. That would have been a good... Yeah. Flute. Go-go dance. Maracas. Shake dance. Symbols. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. Song. Spin dance. Step dance. Tambourine. And trumpet. I, so, I wasn't responsible for the Chow schooling. Like, <laughs> just a little bit of backstory. When I originally played Sonic Adventure 2, um, like, my mother ran a daycare. And so, you know, after school, and I, you know, I, I worked there as, like, an after-school yeah. thing. And some of the, the older kids that were old enough to actually play video games, we had a, a GameCube that we played that on. And a Dreamcast, actually. Originally, it was on a Dreamcast, but then later we had a GameCube, mm. and we we made it like a community thing. Like everyone played the game and played through the levels, and then In that way. we yeah. we all kind of took care of the chow, and like we, people yeah. took turns on it. I never did the schooling bit. Like gotcha. I I basically <laughs> just went into the chow garden, played with them a little bit, gave them the little pellets, and then you're the irresponsible parent that doesn't take the child to school. <laughs> the, the, the women took care. You give the child a Mountain Dew and you sit there and make watch your race. Hey, 
I went out and I did the work to earn the rings and did the. I I was a very traditional patriarch of the Chow family. <laughs> oh my god! What was your Chow called? I think I called <laughs> him. Is it no, I called suitable? him. I called him Oni. Um, Oni. Okay. Yes. Yeah, well, I had a, I had a dark chow. demon, but you know. Yeah, well, exactly. But I had a dark chow. He had horns. Like mm. he was, he was, he was this cool, like he, you know, yeah. jet black skin with the the red bits on him and stuff. He was like and cool. Kids don't go to school. He, w- I had, I had the edgy chow. <laughs> okay, which sounds even more uh. ridiculous with me wearing this stupid thing on my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes perfect sense. You guzzling Mountain Dew and not going to school. <laughs> yeah. I never have felt more old than when I just did that. Good job. Okay. All right, two questions to go. All right, let's hear them. Okay. What are the four classes of dwarf you can play in Deep Rock Galactic? Gunner. Because that's one I play. The rest of these are going to be guesses. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Gunner. is Is it called just support? Nope. Okay. What do I normally play? I don't know. I don't pay attention. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Um, uh, A a character that goes ahead of the rest of the party. Scout. Correct. Uh, You've got 26 seconds. There's two more. Digger. Not the right name. Tunneler. Not the right name. Miner. (laughs) Not the right name. Think about what he uses. Axe? Drill. Driller. There you go. One left. Um, what are you? A f- <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> I almost said something horrible. <laughs> yes, but not the right answer. The last one you didn't guess was yeah. engineer. Oh, shit. Yeah, professionally. Okay, okay. Yeah, that would have made a lot more sense. <laughs> I, I gotta tell you what after the podcast I'll tell you what I was about to say Okay <laughs> I had to stop myself Oh Jesus Alright the final question of the quiz Which you've done very well in this quiz so far today I, I know I've like there have been a few that I've gotten Wrong obviously um, As yeah. is evidenced by the level in this bottle But yeah. the, well, um, For the most part this is one of your better ones Yeah, yeah I know I've th- They're the ones I've got right, I've gotten right like that. Yeah. Except for the math one, I had to think about that for a little bit. I had to actually... I am surprised you got that right, because without having that on paper, like, that is kind of impressive. You have to, like, I, I've... I actually got in trouble. Little little side tangent here, because we've got some time, we've got one question left. Um, yeah. Back in uh, high school, I actually got in trouble a few times, because one of our math teachers wanted us to... You had to show all your work. Like, basically mm-hmm. a way to make sure you weren't cheating. Um, but that was a pain in the ass, and I could just do the math in my head, so I just did. Um, and it was funny, because, like, this guy, he was, he was, like, he hated excuses, but if you just, like, were very blunt with him, he typically let things slide. So, like, you know, I'd I'd show him the work, uh, like, I'd show him the the homework, and he'd be looking at it, he's like, Sontag, where... Where's all your, where's all your work? I'm like, I forgot to do it again. I, you know, shit. I just did it in my head. <laughs> and uh, he's like, Arch, 
do it next time. Do it next time. And the, the kid behind me would same thing. They'd, they'd, but they'd, they'd be like, oh, you know, I had this other paper and I did it on that. And I didn't bring it in. He's, you got detention. Get, come see me after class. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Every single time. Like, he hated excuses. So if you just were, like, up front and just like, I didn't do it. <laughs> he, he was like, I just do it next time. <laughs> and then... If you like, if you but if you tried to like give him a reason why you didn't do it, he'd just yeah. be like, "You got detention." <laughs> oh, that sounds amazing. Oh, we, we, right. I scared the shit out of that teacher one time. Yeah, like one of my, um, <laughs> I it's another side story. Like um, me and a bunch of my high school friends were um, after class. Like one of our friends had been out sick, and so he needed to go get homework from this teacher. Hmm. And we just, we all walked home together because we lived in the, the same general neighborhood. Um, and I don't know. It was just fun to walk home. They, we, it was the middle of winter. And so we all had like, you know, we all had our coats on. And two of my friends, they're fairly big dudes. And like they had these big puffy coats on. And my friend goes over to get the homework. Uh, and like we all walk in. And so the teacher turns around and just does, because there's my friend in front, and then four of us in the back, all just like standing oh. there, silently staring. <laughs> <laughs> and he, I think what he said was, he said something along the lines of, Rojas, am I about to get shanked? <laughs> like, <laughs> it was just, it was How old were you? We were, we were like uh, 16. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was funny. That was probably like the point in my life where I was in I was in really good shape at that time because I was doing track and field. I did um like javelin, discus, two hundred meter, mm. um, and you know most of my other friends did did something you know similar at least even just casually. So we were we were we were we were pretty fit, and <laughs> so like. But just the fact that we all were wearing like black coats, like we were all just silently in the background while my one friend was in the front, it it, it was like it was it was like a gang scene. <laughs> we scared. Oh, I don't think he was really scared, but it was just kind of like yeah. a surprise because we all came in silently, and then when he turned around, oh. there's just that in front of him. He, he sounds like a boss of a teacher. Yeah, it, it was pretty cool. <laughs> okay, the final question of today's quiz. Mm-hmm. Name the game titles for the series we were here, and what you think the next installment might be called. Okay, got some memory and guessing involved here. Mm. Uh, so I'm gonna say it was we were here. Yep. We were here too. It's a T O O. Correct. And we were here together. Yep. Okay, I got him. What do you think the uh, the future episode is gonna be called? They were there. I don't know. Um, let me think. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, change the whole franchise name. <laughs> um, we, Thirteen we were seconds. As well, um, we was. Oh shit! I should. We um, was. Five uh, seconds. We're still here. We are okay. still here. That's a good guess. All right. What is it? We were here forever. We were here forever. 
Okay. Yeah. So we were here together, and then we were here forever. Regardless of whether it counts as being accurate or not, I'm taking this as a victory. Okay, fair enough. I did say that extra one was a bonus point in my notes, so um, I'll have a drink as well. Ooh. That was um, yeah. Holy shit! You that was really a really good. good quiz. Like considering you just made that this morning, like um, <laughs> in a panic. <laughs> yeah, <I laughs> well, my know. food was going cold. Well, uh, I mean, yeah, that that was a lot of fun. I actually you really enjoyed these. For a sec, I'll count up your uh, your points. Okay. Uh, so, well, in that case, I might as well just tell another funny uh, story from high school. Uh, so, we <laughs> every morning like. I, I w I've always been kind of a, a morning person, early riser. It, only recently, during this whole lockdown, I, my sleep schedule has kind of shifted into the evening. Something I want to fix, because I, I really like getting up early in the morning. Um, so I used to get up early, I'd shower, and then I'd walk to school. Because uh, I was, I lived, the, the high school was in the middle of a field, like just um, a couple miles from my house. And so it was easier just to, to walk there before I had a car. And... Um, I'd walk there, I'd get there, and I'd get there pretty early. Classes would, homeroom would start around 7.20, and classes would start around, like, 8. But I'd get there at, like, 6.30, because I wasn't just going to piddle around my house, I'd eat breakfast, and just walk to school. And I liked it, because I could get there early, I could do homework, I could read a book, I could do something with my time. Mm -hmm. I used to get there, like, that same teacher... Um, he would typically get in a little later. Um, so I got there really, really early one day because I'd just woken up and the Spanish teacher who I was pretty good friends with, she, she was like, you know, what the hell are you doing here so early? I was like, yeah, you know, I woke up early. I had nothing to do. Um, and you know, but I was just standing outside the room cause his classroom was still locked. And so she's like, all right, I'll let you in so you can sit down at least. And so she unlocks the door and I go in there and he gets in like 20 minutes after that. And he opens the door and flips on the lights, and it scared the shit out of him because I was just <laughs> sitting there in, like, relative... I didn't turn the lights on because, you know, there was sunlight coming in. I could read my book. Yeah. And, and he's just, Jesus, Sontag, did you sleep in here? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. Yeah. So, you got, uh, I believe, seven of the 15 questions correct? Just below half. Yeah, real close. So, anyone at home, if you got more than seven, well done. You've won. I think that's the way we should do it. If if they get more than we get, then the yeah. people at home have won. There, to be fair, there are a couple that they're going to have trouble with, like the ones related specifically to personal things like our Discord server. Well, that one you got wrong. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> I that's did think good... that, and then I was like, it doesn't matter, because you got it wrong anyway. That's a good point. Well... Oh, out of curiosity, just to kind of end things off, because we are coming up on time. Yeah. What was the question? Because it was a question that you said you considered putting in, but then decided not to. Um, it was. Uh, don't don't give me the is... answer. Like, ask the question, because I'll, I'll do this one last one, kind of to end off the show. It's completely okay. bonus. Uh, it was. I'm gonna have to look at the answer again because I didn't write it down. It was. What is the um the the food group? Well, no, the, what is the specific food related to Mother's Day? There's a food related to Mother's Day? Apparently. I don't know, it's probably some, like, cupcakes or some shit like that. Um... No, he's looking no, at No, it was... Yeah, hummus! I'm trying to find it now. 
Uh, Avocados. Hang on, let me just open my history because I'm Cake. never going to remember what I typed in. Um, fried chicken. <laughs> fried chicken. Why the fuck did I look it up? Um, no, it was some kind of cake that was... Uh, Sponge cake? With a K, I want to say. No, it was one that I'd never heard of. So I wondered if it was an American thing, because it was on an American website, I believe. Hmm. Um, or alternatively, I was going to say what um, what day is Mother's Day in the UK. Because obviously it's different to Yeah, America. I know it's different. You guys just had it, didn't you? Uh, yeah, we've only had it. Yeah, Mo it yeah Mother's Day is like a... It's still a few weeks off for us. Mm. I know, because it's very it close to my mother's actual gone. birthday. Yeah. For you, it's May the 2nd? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think my dad's birthday is May 3rd. I'm going to feel like... The, but, uh, <laughs> my parents definitely listen to this, and um, they're gonna <laughs> <laughs> I feel so bad about this, but I always mix up their birthdays, because they're, they're really close together, month-wise. My dad doesn't know my birthday, so... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, I mean, to be fair, I know three people's birthdays, and one of them is cheating because he has the same birthday as I do. Uh, yeah, see, I the way I remember Alicia's birthday is it's one month after mine, and then it's roughly in a particular, like, range of numbers. Mm. <laughs> and I always happen to guess the right number. So, uh... <laughs> Alright, so what, what, is, the, what is the answer? Um, well, that's the thing, I can't remember what the cake's called, and I can't find the webpage now. It was the game with a K, some kind of... Kaiserreich! Um, I don't, I don't even remember what... I think it was a cake that's now associated with Easter, I believe. Really? Uh, I can't yeah, think of I... a cake associated with Easter. Oh, Simnel cake. Okay, it doesn't begin with a K. <laughs> Simnel. Yeah, no, I, I, I didn't know it. Uh... I may have to ask my mother about that, because she bakes, so she might actually know. Yeah, Easter Simnel cake recipe. Um, it's made up of, like, layers of, two layers of marzipan, with, like, stuff on top of it. Wait, said to represent 11 of Jesus' disciples leaving off Judas, or with spring flowers. What? Huh. Okay, so it's, you a, know. it's a Catholic thing. Yeah, there's a lot of sugar and almonds and stuff so, in it. So, I'm, I'm actually not... I'm, I'm kind of um, not surprised then Ooh, that maybe jam. we didn't do it in, in my house because, um, like, my dad's family is Catholic and we're Catholic now, yeah. but um, my mother's family is Lutheran. Yeah. Well, like, I, I've never heard of it either, so I just kind of... I, uh, that was another reason I kind of glossed over it, because I just never heard anything yeah, like it. Yeah, I wouldn't it. have known that. I, I, honestly, yeah. I didn't know there was a food associated with Mother's Day. Yeah. But, you know. So the, uh, the, the difference between our countries does has often surprised me, where like there's some little meaningless tidbit that I just never knew about. It, it um, has been quite a while since we've done a proper like UK versus US uh, discussion. Even, um, even that right there. Uh, the word proper is not something we really use in U.S. dialogue that often. It's something that I've started using because of my interactions with British people. Oh, what would you say instead of proper? Correct or right or uh. better. Like, okay. so if I if I were going to say like, so you would say something like the proper way to speak. Yeah. We'd say the correct or the right way to speak. I see. Proper. Prim. Do you know what prim is? I know what prim is, but we don't really use it here. 
because it's often matched with proper. Prim and proper, yeah. Yeah. It's a phrase I've heard specifically from British media. I haven't... It's not something that really comes up over here. <laughs> yeah. It was literally like yesterday, Scott was asking for like, what should he eat? And so I was like, oh, have a bacon butty. And he was like, oh, bacon what now? <laughs> yeah, it's again, not something that we know over here. It, it's a sandwich though, right? Yeah, it's just bacon sandwich, really. Yeah. It's a bacon butty. Uh, with a bit, yeah. of, bit of spread. Lovely. I know what it is. Lovely. Also, spread, again, not something we have as a food stuff. Yeah, it's just butter. I, when I remember Blitter. watching Top Gear and them them going like, "Oh yeah, I'm going to get some sandwich spread." I'm like, "What the fuck is sandwich spread?" You're talking yeah, about you wouldn't mayo? Really say sandwich spread though. You just say spread for your yeah. sandwich. It's not proper, Kaiser. <laughs> I've never heard. Of anyway, that. anyway, we should uh, probably end it off there. Yeah, because we're kind of going off onto we're we're actually doing a. Another segment, basically. Yeah, an entire another segment where we just talk about random, you know, differences between the U.S. and the yeah, U.K. Yeah, we should do that as a segment, just um, Americanisms and... We could, actually. Remember that. that. Next week, maybe, we'll do that for topics, if we don't mm. have something else. Uh, it's just more American versus U.K. stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, either uh, way. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed this quiz segment, and hopefully you did better than me, because I got less than 50%. Um... <laughs> But yeah, thanks for listening, and hopefully you'll tune in again soon. See you next week.